finally catch up with Shaw, who's trying to get away in this giant plane, which also happens to be on the world's longest runway, and eventually they rescue Mia, but Gal Gadot dies. Then we find out that all these events happened before Tokyo Drift, which is why Dom was there in 2006. It's Wednesday, and that means you're listening to Spoiler Alert on CJTR, Regina Community Radio. I'm here with my co-host to the right, Sean. Hi. And the lady host, Sonia. Hi. Today's going to be a rough show, you guys. There's a lot going on. It's on a topic that most people are certain that they know, but is argued constantly. Basically, we're here to fight today. This is what is the worst movie. Are we? We're not gonna. I, I mean, fight. we're gonna bicker. We I already hope. had a vicious cold open. Spoiler. <laughs> that was vicious. <laughs> Jeremy's a fan of the cold opens. <laughs> anyway, before we even get started, I do want to make a very clear distinction, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm talking about the difference between the objective worst and the subjective worst. We all have movies that we like that other people didn't like, and that these people liked or these people think is great. However. There are some super bad movies that I think we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. So, Sean and Sonia, what makes a bad movie? This is tough because I have <coughs> realized that, as most people know, my taste is garbage trash, <laughs> um, and I'll I will find I'll find something to like in almost anything, uh, and so I feel like. The biggest crime a movie can do to me is just be boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. If it doesn't give me anything to fix on or laugh at or have any sort of reaction to, then you are dead in the water and you're not worth my ducats. Lady host? Yeah, I'm. That's it's boring when we just agree with each other. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of agree because I, I realized actually in preparing for today's episode that... I'm quite easy to please. Like, it's, I'm not, I'm easily amused, especially. You don't so, don't have to do much. Yeah, even if it's funny when they didn't mean it to be funny, mm-hmm. it's not hard to get me on board. And I mean, I know that this is kind of the role I fill in the show where I'm your political, political commentator. It's on the ground. <laughs> it's on the ground, SJW figure. But like, that's something that will often really turn me off from a film is like overt racism or sexism mm. which like tbh makes it hard <laughs> to find some movies that are super enjoyable but i think that's that's a, or you know what another thing is like the if the writing is really truly bad like mm. if the if the, especially if the dialogue is really like wooden or or really over the top that'll often be what really bugs me um for me i think it's i'm a huge non-fan of remakes so I think originality is my big is my big ticket. And if I've sort of seen the story before, even if it sort of mirrors something else, I just get bored. And that leads to Sean's thing. I feel like that must be hard, though, because May, I don't know, there's, most things... There's things that still have some originality and do things in ways that haven't been done yet. Yeah. True. I, there's probably like seven plot lines that has that every movie has been about, but you mm-hmm. you got to find a twist. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so the the first real question, what is the worst movie, in your opinion? What What's your worst movie? Okay, so I decided to delve into, um, I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes, and I found ones that had 0%, mm-hmm. and I chose from those, because most of them were like horror movies, and I'm mm-hmm. not actually down with that, and that'll be tough come Halloween. 
Um, but I looked at a little film called Mac and Me uh, <laughs> because I recognize it a lot from when Paul Rudd is on like Conan and every time he has to show uh, a clip from his upcoming movie, he always shows the same clip from Mac and Me where <laughs> this like child in a wheelchair is hurtling down a hill with an alien and <laughs> flies into the, the water. <laughs> and it's uh, very ridiculous and very dangerous. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I decided to watch that. Um, and I... Did not find it that bad. It's just a 1988 sci-fi, six years after E.T., although they are close kissing cousins. It's like <laughs> a single mom, a teenager, and a kid. They use Skittles. They There's a lot of Coke. There's a lot of branding, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of McDonald's. Um, yeah, so it's about an alien family who gets sucked up by a spaceship accidentally. <laughs> I don't know how. It's like <laughs> it's like a vacuum to pick up rocks, and all four of them get sucked into it. Then an escape on Earth, one gets lost, and a kid finds it, and um, and it's basically the plot of ET. After that, um, yeah, as I said, McDonald's is featured very heavily, and there's a huge um, choreographed dance scene near the end where a little girl is having a birthday party, and there's like thirty people dancing their hearts out in a parking lot and inside as FBI agents are trying to chase an alien and it's all shenanigans. And it's very fun. Oh, and also there's a soundtrack that is to die for. And this woman named Debbie Litton is doing a very, like, Whitney uh, callback. And I looked her up and she had a bunch of songs on a bunch of, like, B-movie 80s stuff and just never hit it big. And I feel very sad for Debbie, so... Hashtag, where's Debbie? Fourteen. <laughs> Hashtag, where's Debbie? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Sonia, worst your worst movie. See, Sean just things... told us about a movie that he liked, and that was his worst movie. <laughs> yeah. Listen, so, he listen, really didn't answer easy the to question. I'm gonna go. I know. I feel Sean and I are similar in temperament in terms of some of that affability. We have a lot of goodwill. Slash, <laughs> you know, we like to giggle. And giving. One of the good things about my ADHD memory loss <laughs> disadvantage, I don't know if that's how I want to put it, is that like often, especially if something's not particularly emotionally resonant for me, I'll quickly forget. Oh. So like I'm certain that there are movies that I've had very strong negative feelings about, but when I ask myself what's the worst movie I've ever seen, I don't have like an automatic answer. You just block it out completely. Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I tried to watch Gigli last night, and it's, like, probably near the top, but I fell asleep before the end. I and, want to know what the plot is of Gigli. Okay. Because I have I've no idea. Until you fell asleep. I've heard of it being a pop, <laughs> like a punchline for years, it and is, I don't know. It's worse than I expected, <laughs> even. I, I had no idea what it even was. Also, I think I was getting it confused with another movie, because I thought it had Liv Tyler in it. So, oh, is that uh, Gigi? Is that a movie? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl is the yeah. one I was thinking of. Is wow. that also ben bad? Ben Affleck. Yeah, totally different movie. Is it bad? No, it's pretty good. George Carlin. We oh, mentioned like it George in Carlin. our... Oh, wait. You're thinking of Jersey Boys. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't... Jersey Girl and Jersey really Boys are covering different. a lot of ground here. We are. I feel this is a slightly scattered show. <laughs> I think it's partly the weather. Maybe. Let's talk about the weather. Stupid no, weather. Julie, okay, first of all, this is a thing. Julie features a neurotypical actor playing a character with a disability. 
which I did not know. Like there's a, so Gigli is the name the last name of Ben Affleck's character. His name is Larry Gigli, mm. and he gets really mad because people keep calling him like Giggly or like Jiggly, <laughs> and he's like, I think it's set in Boston or Philadelphia or something, and so he's like a he's a he's a heavy. He's a heavy, like a hired thug. And the movie opens with him, like, threatening a man in a laundromat. As Ben Affleck does. I think it's a redemption arc, if I had to guess, from what I saw (laughs) before falling asleep. (laughs) But basically, he uh, is given a job to kidnap a member of someone's family for extortion purposes, I believe. And said member of said person's family is a man with an intellectual disability who lives at a group home. So he Hmm. goes and kidnaps this disabled person. And there are a lot of moments that are played for laughs about him, like, tricking this disabled person um, who is played by a neurotypical actor. Who is the actor? I forget his name. He's... he's, Yeah, someone look it up because he's like a... He's like... You would know him as being like a handsome guy friend from movies from the early 2000s, is my guess. Um... And then he, so he like takes him back to his apartment and then Jennifer Lopez shows up and honestly, I quite enjoyed her performance. I'm going to be honest. I liked her. Yeah. You still fell asleep. Yeah, I still did. (laughs) I was pretty tired. And, um, and then she shows up and at first he just thinks that she's his hot neighbor and he's like trying to put the moves on her and pretending that, uh, the guy is his brother. Um, but she's actually also, uh, a heavy, a hired thug who's basically been hired to watch him because he's not good at his job, <laughs> which is like a pretty powerful why, metaphor the, for being a, a woman in the working well, why, world. Why would you hire the guy? I don't know. You, well, That's yeah, just one of many moments in that movie you where totally you're like... save a bunch of money there. Yeah, I know. God, for writers of Geely. I on. think mob bosses are not that fiscally... They need to lean it out, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think yeah, so. They There's need some, to get some people in there, lean it out. They can find some efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> some there. So basically, as far as I saw... Was them locked in this apartment uh, with this young man? And oh. did you find his name? Yeah, his name's Justin Barta from the Hangover t- yes. trilogy. He oh, was the husband. He's, he's the husband. Oh. He's the husband the from the Hangover. Lose. Yeah. Also in this movie is Lainey Kazan, Al Pacino, Christopher Al Pacino. Walken. Al <laughs> <laughs> I did see Christopher Walken. He was actually quite good as the thing. So I there love a couple, Kazan. There were a couple very good performances that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um. But, oh, yeah, and then so so Ben Affleck is putting the moves on J-Lo, and then she's like, but I'm a lesbian. And then it's this whole thing where just, like, I'm certain they probably get together at the end. I haven't looked I at it. I should have Googled it today, but it didn't occur to me to actually look at the plot. I just look at again. That seems... But, hmm. yeah, so there were a lot of problems, and I think probably a lot of the reason people hate it is just, like, the writing was real bad. <laughs> um, but... A lot of stuff in there. It, but it, again, we've talked about this before. It reflects a certain moment where certain things were okay. Hmm. Oh my God. Things get really crazy. What happens? Well, well spoiler they, alert. Spoiler alert. They like receive orders to cut off it, Brian's thumb, like oh, the no. guy they kidnap. Not the thumb. And then um, Ricky's ex girlfriend shows up and attempts suicide in front of them, but survives. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. And then he steals a corpse's thumb. And then Gili and Ricky sleep together. Knew it. Hmm. Called it. Ricky is... And then there's several more paragraphs Ricky after is that. Ricky is Jennifer but... Lopez. Yeah. 
the lesbian uh, hit woman. I, yeah, they end up together. These things cool. don't make sense. Yeah, it's a. Uh, but Brian goes back to where they found him. That's good. Yeah. Just. Anyway, I'm much, no, it's fine. So I'm much more decisive than the two of you. Yeah, tell us what movies you hate. I'll I'll t- I, I, have, I have selected my subject, subjective worst film. Um, I'm sorry, film school and all of my film friends. I hate this movie. I know. You're, you're going to get in trouble whoa, whoa, for It's this. called okay. Laventura, 1960. Isn't it, it called La Ventura? Uh, yeah, you, you isn't it pronounced that. Ace Ventura? I love that movie. Anyway, it's really long and about a person who is lost in Italy, I think. Yes. And Always. nothing. I read the Wikipedia page today because I'm like, how could this be longer than one line? And it is paragraphs long. And uh, I actually fell asleep in that movie. In Ooh. class. That's sorry, 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 Phil. Sorry, yeah. Zendes. But, I don't. I don't. Uh, having not seen it. Oh my god! I can't truly no, argue with you, but all the film stands out there would want me to tell you that you're wrong. Uh, Could from be. the film classes I saw, <laughs> there was just many of like floating curtains. I feel like I know the the era. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's boring. What do you what? So what do you hate so much? Just that it's boring. It's it's yeah. I think it's three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's. Really, it's essentially like it's like we were looking around this room for my keys for three hours. That sounds that's kind, kind of, of. I went to actually, that's, kind that's of, a great film. See, idea. Sean and I will get it's behind not, anything. It, it didn't work out. You that's guys. a plot, people. That's it a didn't, plot. It did not work out. Okay, what else you got? You oh, no. can hear. That's his subjective. Yeah, no, that was that was that's that was one? that oh, was okay. the one. Yeah, no. Okay. Anyway. So you don't think it's objectively the worst? No. Oh, well, certainly. It's being taught. You, no. There's there's stuff to learn from certainly, and. uh you know, one of the great directors. Mm. Other films, very good. Just this one, just didn't. It just hit me wrong. Maybe. Who's the director? Yeah, Antonioni, if I'm not mistaken. What's his first name? I don't remember. I want <laughs> his to first name's Antonioni. His last name's. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Anthony from Mr. Queer Oli. Eye. Yeah. Um, I actually, I changed my mind. Wow. Um, I'm changing mine to uh, the film adaptation of any Ayn Rand mo- novel. <laughs> Ayn Rand. Have they done that there. even? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't know if that would work on. on Isn't it Razorhead? Isn't that her? <gasps> no, that's like. Is it? I think so. Oh. God, we're informed. We're misinformed we are, today. We're, we're, Michelangelo Antonio. Michelangelo. Yeah. Antonioni. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. Wow. Bad. Bad movie. Great name. Fair. Okay. A lot of syllables. Uh, moving on to our next question on uh, ninety-one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Beautiful. And spoiler alert: I'm getting better at that. You're good. What movies are so bad that they're good? Now, this is this question is about The Room. Yeah. It's also about another little tidbit called Fateful Findings, which if you guys have not seen the trailer of, you must watch. Must. What's Fateful Findings? Fateful Findings, Fateful findings is about uh, Neil Bream, actor, director, producer, editor, star, uh, gets hit in the head as a young child and can do something that allows him to hack stuff better. And he wow. sits in rooms filled with books and laptops and poorly acts scenes out. Anyway, he's trying to raise money for his, his next film, which I think is called Twisted right now. But uh, it's terrible. But we've talked about The Room. I'm sure our listeners are familiar with The Room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sean, you've seen The Room. I have. Yes. Is it a good movie? Um, Do you know, even in a... Like a so bad it's good mm-hmm. uh, option. It was a still a bit of a slog. There's mm-hmm. like 
three once you it gets better once you get past the first like three sex scenes which <laughs> takes up the first third of the movie as far as i remember and just like i know that everyone has chatted about the rim ad nauseum but like just the way that he lovingly shoots his own bottom for yeah. that oh it's incredible that's all i have seen of the room so far oh yeah is a composite of butt shots <laughs> it's a lot of butt shots it's on youtube if you guys need to look that up <laughs> well i've seen the room so i've seen the shots. i meant you guys as in the audience okay well oh, yeah. you looked at me when you said it well this is the room you guys the, the listener i'm looking away from jeremy we've uh we've already discussed on the show a Full, I don't know, how long would it be? How long's the room? Two hour show where we would watch Sonia watch the room for the first time. Yeah. Which I think is excellent radio. If we get our like, oh yeah, the radio's a visual medium. Yeah. We, um, if we had like a sort of different content, if you like pay more to get alternative content, mm -hmm. we, could, could we could do it on like Twitch. That. Oh. Give yeah. us a tweet if you want to see some Twitch, some Twitch room. At, Sonya. at spoiler alert YQR cool. on Twitter. Um, I watched a different So Bad It's Good film today mm -hmm. uh, called Showgirls. Which I like that movie. It is I, a great movie. And I'm still, I actually just watched it like a half hour ago, so I'm still in the, the universe. Um, and for everyone that hasn't watched it, it is incredible, but it is also very R-rated. So mm -hmm. get your kids out of the room. But I run, don't walk to it. Um, it is, I was just reading, because Elizabeth Berkeley is a star of it. She's from Saved by the Bell, and this was her first role where it, she was it like. It ruined her career. Well, she was like, I'm going to bust out of my goody two-shoes role, mm. and I'm going to do this. And she, and she blames it for ruining her career. And only in the last, like, two years, it's like 20th. 23 years old i think and she uh they do like screenings of it all over everywhere and she finally just showed up to one and has like come like made peace with it but she um you know she thought she was doing amazing edgy work and uh and was given a humiliating reception basically <laughs> because Aww. but she is like giving it like both feet in 120 percent just like so expl physically explosive everything even her eating french fries is an incredible just like ketchup flying type of role and uh anyway i think that she's just like it's she's fearless she's completely naked almost the whole time she has frosted lips she's gyrating <laughs> with extreme violence in several <laughs> there's like it's about she's trying to become a showgirl basically and even the they just flash to the Vegas shows that she's doing, and each one is more incredible than the next. Um, and just like, oh uh, yeah, I would love to watch this in, with an audience. I have no more really to say about it. <laughs> but she didn't know what movie she was in, but everyone else, like Kyle MacLachlan's in it and Gina Gershon, they all knew what they were doing and it and play it very well. But I think maybe her giving it. An incredible amount of work is what really makes it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I have a couple. What, what because this is the thing. I'm very, I'm susceptible to a movie that's so bad it's good. Because mm -hmm. I'll get swept up in the delight of it all. So I have two. Um, one I watched last night, which I hadn't seen since childhood, and was shocked when I saw it on a list of the worst movies. 
Batman and Robin. Sorry, mm. Batman plus Robin. Oh, yeah. Is it not it's Batman. an ampersand. Is it? Oh, well, that's Batman and Robin. Batman ampersand Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, be about with, with George Clooney. And, and bat nipples. Very, very protruding, yeah. protruding nip, nipples mm-hmm. on the bat suit. Um, Uma Thurman as Poison oh, Ivy. Oh, of course. Like, just... Star-studded cast. It's amazing. Uh, Arnold, Arnold as mm-hmm. <laughs> the Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, okay, I think, honestly, he is a big part of what I love so much about this movie. Okay, it only has 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I have this theory... It, that seems fair. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. I've definitely seen... See, this is the thing. I don't hate movies, but I've definitely seen worse movies than this. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but I definitely have. Um... I think there's this thing where people get really carried away with how they're supposed to hate a movie and supposed to laugh and mock something, laugh at and mock something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes people get a bit swept away in the like collective disdain for a movie. And this is perhaps one of those uh, instances. But uh, Arnold the whole time, like, Nothing comes out of his mouth that isn't a pun, whether or not it's an effective I would have one. Given a million dollars to be in that writing room, <laughs> like I, you like, could have been. Ice, ice, ice to meet you. <laughs> he he says chill so many times, <laughs> like when he wants someone to stop moving or stop doing something. Does he shoot them with a, a, like a he has ice a freeze? Gun yeah, and it's powered by diamonds, yeah. which is my favorite. It, it, which makes no. Sense. It's a laser powered by diamonds. They say that like four times. It's a freezing movie. laser, though. Yeah. That's not a laser. They're like, we need more context here. (laughs) But (laughs) some of it comes across as very tongue-in-cheek. Like, there are moments like that where you're like, okay, they know what they're doing. Also, Alicia Silverstone Mm -hmm. as Batgirl. Alicia. Uh, And she is so Does she do anything, or do they just trot her out so she can fight Poison Ivy? No, she, like, yeah. Well, she figures it out, doesn't she? She figures it out. She's like... Probably the smartest person. How did she come into play again? She's Alfred's niece. Ah, yes. So Alfred died, and Alfred dies in this version. Alfred dies. It is so like, and they do not. This is maybe where it it being a bad movie comes in. They do not build up to the emotional stakes. They give you like a little bit of Bruce and Albert. Alfred. Albert. Albert. (laughs) That's how much you didn't know him. Alfred, like they're sort of like love connect not love connection Ooh. familial love connection okay. um but there's like no stakes and then he just halfway through the movie it's like can't you tell alfred's dying oh he wasn't even killed by a he villain? gets like huntington not it's not huntington's because that's real a made-up disease which is also what butler's disease the ice the ice man's the ice man's wife Oh, oh, yes. That's the same disease. That's right. Wow. But it's just apparently very rapid onset. I don't know why, but the thing that sticks out in my mind about that movie is the Bat Visa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because doesn't Visa know <laughs> who just, Batman is? Yes, exactly. So many Where do the bills go? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because he pulls it out to like. Batman's favorite. Oh, it's Manor. so good. And like, and Bane is just. Basically, Nothing. a brainless like yes. zombie giant I that love. Uma Thurman orders around. But she okay. I love nerdy Uma. Oh my god! Yeah. And then she's just er, like mousy, nerdy botanist Uma. And then just like is so tired of this male scientist like not respecting her work, and she like bursts into his lab, and he's a terrible, evil, evil scientist. And then she becomes Poison Ivy. And I was thinking about it, and like you can definitely trace this movie back. As an early 
point in my realization of queerness because <laughs> she's wonder. so seductive. Like the whole thing is that she seduces everyone, and there's right. all these problems with like sort of the dichotomy of female she, sexuality. She in this like movie. blows like a makeup she ha- yeah, com- it, compact. It's right? called her like. She calls it her love dust, I think. <laughs> and she, like, blows it at Batman and Robin to make them fight her, her over her. Love dust. Yeah, it is plant-based. <laughs> anyway, it just, there are a lot of great performances in it. Like, I enjoyed it immensely. Maybe this is, um, maybe this is where I came from as well. Because I love it's very high a red wig and a bodysuit. Yeah. And I love puns. And high, and, like, high, tall high, boots. High camp. I, and like yeah and my shirts always have nipples built into them yes it's, and she but that's the thing is like they're self-aware about it because she makes fun of him for it mm-hmm. in the movie well and during that shot they the like medley of shots of them getting dressed they always are just like buns biceps yeah, yeah. seriously like the, it's it's the ass there's there's like three minutes at the beginning of the film <laughs> where they just zoom in really close on the different like parts of their super suits basically well, they spend a lot of money on that suit so yeah super suit. they've got a, you can tell they got to show it off you can tell I wonder who the costume designer for that was. Uh, a real a, perv. A decision was made. That's, <laughs> uh, all, that's yes, all we're you're saying. Right. And you know, I respect that. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Do you have Do you have a movie that you love that's so bad it's good that you haven't already said? Um, well, no, mine are super typical. Like, Faithful Findings mm-hmm. and The Room, I will lose my mind laughing at. There's other ones. Uh, there's one called Dolomite, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, um, oh God, 70? Is that, I can't even remember when that came out. But it's also... You know, the production value is so low. And when I watch these, I just think to myself, do they know? Do Mm. they know the boom is in the shot right now? And do they think that's funny? Because a part of me thinks they do. Well, someone had to edit. (laughs) Or unless they're like, we already did the shot. We can't reshoot. reshoot. Well, sometimes you just have 50 bucks to pay an editor for an hour. And he's just got to do his best to get through it. Never pay an editor to do it yourself. (laughs) This is my advice. That's, that's good advice. <laughs> this, this was in the film days, right? This is not yeah. the things weren't as easy. You had, as you had to have real gotta, scissors. Oh yeah, yeah. you got to clip, clip glue. <laughs> you got to have a machine to run uh, through that. You said you had a second one. Yeah, true. I'll do it quickly. Um, I feel I'm going to get some heat, catch some heat for this mm. one. Oh, this is also a childhood favorite. It is also a source of some of my early comedy, and I have a very fun specific anecdote, anecdote that I may have to tell after the break. But I'm frightened of what this is. The master of disguise. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> Dana Carvey's Magnus song. <laughs> his turtle song. He, yeah, it is his turtle song. Honestly, you guys, I went into it being like, okay, definitely. Don't they fight by slapping. There's a lot. Of- <laughs> 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 like, I had to like, I just had to pull away from the way because I thought I was going to start scream laughing. Um, <laughs> I I went into it being like, okay, there's no way that you're going to enjoy this as much as you did as a child. <laughs> And truly, within the first two minutes, I had already laughed out loud like three times. <laughs> now, here's an important caveat. There's some super, super, super racist shit in this movie. Stuff in this movie. Ooh. Oh, that was our first accidental swear on, Ooh, on, 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 on air. Sorry, moving on. Moving on. I, could, I should have just acted like I didn't know. It would have been fine. <laughs> um, it's pretty. There's some brown face. Like, all, like, like Indian accent pretending to be a snake charmer. Oh, bad, yeah. this bad, bad. I expect. And he's also, I don't know. Okay, here's here's a question. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're doing an over-the-top Italian accent in the year 2018, that's still not okay, right? I feel like it's not. 
It's not great. It's just basic. It's pretty basic. Yeah. Anyway. Everyone can do a half half cogged Italian accent. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a very funny story about my childhood related to the Master of Disguise when we come back. Um, <laughs> but I think it's time for a quick break. I think so, so too. Uh, you're listening to Spoiler Alert on Regina Community Radio, 91.3 FM, CJTR. See you after the break. Hey, folks. We're back with Spoiler Alert, Regina Community Radio, 91.3 FM, CJTR. I'm here with Sean and Sonia. Hey. Hi. And it's that time of the week. It's time to play the game. Now, for those who don't know or are tuning in for the first time, the game is where I find a super, super obscure movie and tell these two the title of it, and then they make up a plot for it, I tell them what the real plot is, everybody wins. Are you guys ready to play the game? We're ready. <clears throat> We're ready. This week's film is titled Stratton. Stratton. Do you want me to spell it yeah, this time? Yeah, can we get a spelling? The spelling is S-T-R-A-T-T-O-N. Exactly. Stratton. Oh, okay, okay. Sean? Um, okay, so what immediately comes to mind is that it's the name of a city uh, somewhere in the rolling Parisian hills, perhaps. Uh, I think that there, I think that it's a hitman, and I think it's a bunch of shenanigans going down in a very idyllic small town, France. And that's just what came to me. What do you think? I think it's about a very angry and lonely grade five teacher named Ms. Stratton. Ms. It's Ms. It's definitely Ms. <laughs> Which I think if is you're like nasty. Ms. Ms. Stratton if you're nasty. Uh, and she is named Louise Stratton. <laughs> and Louise she, it's just about, it's real slow. I think. It, it's a really slow film. Never have we ever guessed the names of the characters. No, but <laughs> it's important. Character. It's important. And, like, I think that she gets really interested in genealogy. And then it's Is about her character? hunt for, like, the source of that name. Wow. Oh, that's So cute. really about the name. Yeah. And that's why it's not titled Miss Stratton, but Stratton. Itself. Exactly. Okay. Here it is. So... The film was picked because it was made in 2017, and it is the most recent zero on the Rotten Tomatoes list. Uh. The entire description of this film is, a British special boat service operator tracks down an international terrorist cell. End of synopsis. Well. Hmm. It sounds bad, y'all. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But also... That's such a short synopsis. I know. I think the movie's that bad that someone's just like, oh, it's just about this. I Let's think move on. we can say that I won that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's wow. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been The Game, brought to you by the Look and Listen Lottery. Uh, it's on now. Uh, you can go to San Francisco, California, New York, New York, Quebec City, Quebec, or Charlottetown PEI, flight, accommodations, and $500 spending cash are included. Second prize is a $1,000 travel voucher. Third prize, Regina Folk Festival experience. Tickets are $20 each. There are only 1,200 tickets available. Uh, and the draw will occur on air, 9 a.m. on Friday, May 4th. Hopefully there's no snow by then. I'm not promising anything. Uh, you can get your tickets online by talking to a host of the station or by coming on down. Get your tickets for the Look and Listen Lottery. Woo. Great work. Great work. 
Right. Quite, quite, quite. Anyway, back to, back to uh, I got I got more questions here, and I want to know: Are there movies that you guys like that you know are bad? I have quite a few. I I have a, a pretty big list. There's of yeah. shameful, shameful films that I love. There's like so many on the tip of my tongue that I didn't see at all, but I just know in my heart of hearts are terrible, like. Freddy Got Fingered or like Jack and Jill, <laughs> like things yeah. that I would not ever see, but I'm just like, ugh, it's, I know it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Have either of you seen Jack I've seen, and Jill? <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've vowed to myself I would never watch it. I have seen Freddy Got Fingered. I have too. It's but bad. I, I don't remember a thing about oh, it. So it, it's, one of, it's one of those movies I was talking about that I've definitely <laughs> forgotten. Jack and Jill was on my list. It was like number four. All I remember is a trailer of. Adam Sandler in Jewish woman drag crushing a horse beneath her large body. <laughs> yeah, that's and, unfortunate. You know, even, even that memory sounds bad, Sean. Oh, it's oh bleak. god. Ugh. Adam Sandler is probably he how has, many? Yeah, he's in how a many lot films of them. Of, that he's had a little hand on, hot little hand. Do you think has made this list? A lot, and half a of lot. his film. Yeah, he's half. Really terrible. Yeah. It's bad. Bucky Larson. But, yeah. Uh, Jack um, and Jill. Ridiculous. Daddy's six. Home. Daddy's Home. I, you know, I watched Daddy's Home, and I think I just expected it to be so bad. I thought it was okay. Yeah, he hmm. does that sometimes. Yeah. Um, His early films are good. I like Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates. Is yeah, that's not good. early, but. Um, little okay. Nicky. <laughs> I liked Little Nicky actually. It's got some, some issues. Have you guys ever seen Pluto Nash? The Adventures of Pluto Nash? I love that movie. Wait, who is this? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> who is yeah. this? Who is this? Sean, so this good. is Jeremy and Sonia. We're your Randy Quaid. Oh, my God. Such a good movie. Everybody go out and obtain a copy on digital video disc of Pluto Nash. Hmm. You'll be happy you did. If I'm writing I'm, in my notes, I don't think that's Pluto true. Nash. If so, I'm not I mistaken. I love it so much. And I'm often mistaken. <laughs> Our first and most beloved guest host, James Brothridge. I believe he is quite a fan of Pluto Nash. Oh, blatantly forgetting Mr. Matt was not a guest Matt host. Rupert. He was a guest. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's the difference. My, my. That's why I tweeted that James was our our favorite guest host <laughs> because it's funny because he was the only one. Oh, okay. We're still a fan of you, Matt. Yeah, Matt was yeah. great. He was our best guest by far. So far. Best and only. <laughs> sorry, Matt. No, he was great. Yeah, he was. Great job, Matt. Um, Wait, what were you talking about before you... Um, Spit venom on our guests. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't remember. Pluto Nash. Oh, I think oh. Jimmy. I think Jimmy loves Pluto Nash. Oh, but maybe, I could be wrong. Maybe sometime Jim and I can talk about Pluto Nash. That'd be um, nice. When I was looking on the internet, uh, I saw the title for a film called Titanic: colon, The Legend Goes On. <laughs> I also saw that and wanted to watch it. It's an, it's an animated like Cinderella story. There are more than one. Is there? There's yeah. a ti- there's there's a joke Titanic too. Is it a real film? Yes. Really? It is. Yeah. And it's like it's like a animated cartoon. Um and it seems it has all these like It looks weird. Animals and people and then it just starts you know, people start dying. <laughs> there's there Yikes. uh there there is a joke Titanic too where they find Jack's frozen body and thaw him out in the future. Oh. <laughs> That's a good plot. And uh, I might watch that movie. You need a young. They'd have to like do the CGI young Leo DiCaprio though, which yeah. would make it so bad. James Cameron's not afraid of technology. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That's for darn sure. 
So they re- they bring him back in the Avatar days, and then he and the blue guy. That's a Navi. <laughs> let's not watch that. Let's not find that movie. Let's, let's not watch not, it. But let's do it. Let's it. Guys, have you ever walked out of a movie? Have you ever or thought about it? Honestly, in the theater, you paid money. You paid fifteen dollars for that two cent bag of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Are you walking? Out? I've walked out of two movies, and <gasps> neither of them because they were bad. <laughs> One was because I brought my teeny tiny sister to <laughs> to uh, a the zombie movie with Mark Zuckerberg as the, t- the main person. What? <laughs> Who is that? Um, oh, Woody, Harrel- Woody Harrelson. Okay. Yeah. Zombie Land. Yes, I went to Zombie Land. Oh, that was kind of good. It yeah, was good, it. Yeah, but um. How old was the first sister? like ten minutes, it was brutal, and then we had to leave. <laughs> she yeah. was like eight. <laughs> it was it was a bad uh, parenting decision on my part. Yeah. And then another one, a uh, friend of the show, Jen Bergen, and I went to Paranormal Activity, and when it was nearing the climax, we both leaned into each other and said, "Should we go?" And we did because we were too, we were too scared? scared to see what was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, that movie was terrible. I'm, it's a happy ending. It's a real happy ending. No, it's I hated that movie. It was so really? boring. Oh my god! Well, there is Very a interesting. the whole film is a stagnant shot of a bedroom. Oh, Guys, oh. I actually really like the Paranormal Activity series. Really? How many are there? There's, I've seen four, I think. Oh my god! Uh, no, I they are so boring. I, do you have Do you have an issue like with like found the premise of like a found film? No, because uh, what was the one with the the the. Kids who could fly around. What was that? That was incredible. What? There's one. uh, There's one. It's it's all found, like uh, Mm. found footage ish. I cannot remember the name of it. It was great, Um, but uh, no, it was just super boring. I didn't get. I I didn't get scared. I was not scared. Too brave. It was just like, oh, this is the 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 life of a family here, and uh, watching their bedroom. (laughs) It's but it's like (laughs) that tension. It builds. It really builds that tension because you're like. I was. Clenched the entire time. Yeah, it's a clenchy film. Oh, I was literally rolling in my chair. (laughs) Like I was like, "Get, let me leave." (laughs) I hated it so much. Well, it's good to know that things that bore you make me (laughs) want to barf of fear. (laughs) Uh, Sonia, movie you've walked out on? Never have thought about it. Uh, I think we talked about this on the show once. I went to see. I was gonna Google this before I came in here, and then I forgot. It's it's a movie. It's a it's a, like an experimental film with Jake Gyllenhaal, where there's two of him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Parent Trap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Parent Trap. Parent Trap Three. And I went with my mom and my grandma, and th- my grandma hated it the most because <laughs> nothing happens in that movie, and she probably even more than you, Jeremy, cannot bear a film where nothing happens. Okay. And, like, there wasn't that much dialogue, and, like, it was just very atmospheric and, like, tense. And, honestly, like, if we could have, and it hadn't, it wouldn't have taken, like, 20 minutes because my grandma's not the most mobile person in the world. <laughs> we probably would have walked out, but there would have been no way for it to be a graceful exit. It so. would have been a, yeah. And I didn't mind it, actually. Thing. Like, it, it was pretty weird, and I wouldn't say I liked it, but, mm. you know, I was, like, interested to see kind of where it went, but just partly, like... The secondhand hatred. <laughs> and also when it's your grandma, you're like... Well, when you're with someone that is, like, f- 
fuming that, yeah. you can't. Yeah. You can't enjoy. So we I we, we would have but we okay. kinda couldn't. Um what I, about you? I have never walked out of a movie because I feel like like I've paid for it. Yeah, I can't same. I don't know if I can get my money back. I don't know if that's a thing. But um movie forty three Oh. I went with a group of friends, uh, and it was recommended by another fr- a friend who I know but didn't really. Now you don't speak e- to anymore. Uh, well, <laughs> ex-friend. Anyway, not ex-friend. Just now friend, friend of, of me. Friend. Anyway, he highly recommended this movie, and then one of the it was three couples, the the groups, and one of the the now wives of the couples oh. said, "Oh, let's go to this movie." Homeboy said it was good, and I literally. Look, I I have never looked left and right at all the people I was there with to wonder if we were leaving. Yeah. So much. We stayed for the full thing. It was terrible. <laughs> what? Sean, do you know what it is? What is it? Oh. It's a series of shorts. Mm. And uh, in one of them, it's just Hugh it's, Jackman it's and Rachel Wise go on a date. <gasps> oh, and he, and has, he has balls yes, on his chin. Yes. And, like, I thought that was John Hamm. Was it John? No, I don't no, think it was I John think that, I think if my Oh, no, I think you're me. right. Yeah, no, because right. he was a prominent actor. Yeah. And I remember thinking, why would any of these people agree to do this? That was the, that was Honestly, the, the whole thing. I kind of like that. Oh, my God. And I know it's trash. Like, that's the thing. This is one of those things where, like, I know it's hot garbage. And parts of it were truly ridiculous. Like, when they CGI'd Gerard B- Gerard Butler's face onto a very angry oh, leprechaun oh who, God. like, very brutally oh. injures someone. <laughs> this sounds nuts. It's very the, bananas. Um, but the, parts of it are funny, I think. There's a movie very similar to it with Paul Rudd called The Ten. Mm. And it's about the Ten Commandments. And I think some of the same people were involved. Yeah. And it is a million times better. So everybody avoid Movie 43. Go watch The Ten. Just do that. Do it. Do it for me. Because I can cannot. Oh my god! You know who really liked oh. movie, movie Forty Three is my parents. <laughs> oh my god! Because they kind of love a. But it, okay, they, it they falls into that. Balls in the it falls Honestly, into that category of like classic. spoof, spoof movies, oh. which which a lot of which make these lists of worst movies. Oh, like man. a lot of them had like Scary Movie Five, Disaster Movie, Epic Movie, Epic movie yeah, which no, is like those are terrible. Obviously, they're terrible. Like it's one of those things where I see them on the list and I'm like. Yeah, but it's gonna they know. Be, yeah, and like it's gonna be terrible. I always find that interesting because some of these, I think there is a distinction between like a movie that's trying to be good and fails epically, and then something like that where you're like, well, yeah, it's it's understandably it's it's garbage <laughs> and it's designed to be garbage. No, see, I think I think a lot of these films are people trying their best. Yeah, movie forty three definitely was people trying. To, yeah, like to oh, be this is so funny. People yeah. are gonna love this. And it was nobody, pretty funny. Nobody did. <laughs> Just oh kidding. Um, there's no way when you imagine Hugh Jackman with testicles growing out of his chin that you're like, this might be good. Well, th- but that you don't, that doesn't make you giggle? It's uh, making me laugh. Yeah. But also because the puppetry. He spills The puppetry of Mac and me, literally oh, all yeah. of them, just have two testicles as jowls. Oh, yeah. And I, it was very distracting. I saw some pictures. I looked at the pictures. Yeah, it's just a whistling round mouth with two jowls. Testicle oh. jowls. Okay, oh should I just quickly tell the anecdote oh, that yes. I wanted to yes, tell sorry. about Master? Oh. No, it's okay. I just I don't want to leave the listeners it, hanging. It's a teaser. And I feel that it may make you guys laugh and I'm going to be embarrassed if it doesn't. Do you remember 
a store from the uh, like nineties, late nineties, early two thousands called Northern Reflections. It still exists. Yes. Does it? Friend yeah, of the show, Claire McCashin worked at one. Amazing. As a child, I bought all of my clothes there for mm-hmm. a time. Classic. Many of them were monochromatic outfits. One of which, my favorite of which, well, actually, I had two of them. Where's they were this going? they were very Lizzie McGuire. Like. <laughs> they were entirely terry cloth. They were like terry. they were like a jumpsuit, <laughs> like a or like um uh, like a leisure suit, yeah. but for children. Mm-hmm. One was bright orange. One was lime green. Beautiful. It had a hood and a, and a little and pockets. Uh, after seeing Master of Disguise. <laughs> I feel like in particular the very brilliant scene in which Dana Carvey tries to get into an exclusive club called the Turtle Club by dressing up as a like anthropomorphized turtle man and goes like is this not turtly enough for the Turtle Club and then like goes into his shell bites someone's nose off at one point. it's just it's ludicrous but to make a friend of mine laugh Oh dear. At age probably 10 or 11, I put on my backpack under the little green <laughs> top of this jumpsuit, put on the hood, and went around the neighborhood to strangers and did my impression of Dana Carvey as the turtle oh from God. Master of Disguise. The people of Cathedral didn't need this. They Ugh. thought it was funny. A lot of people thought it was funny, but <laughs> not for the reason that I thought it was funny. But honestly, that was me just like exhibiting some early comedic creativity, I think. And obviously I have a lot of roots in that film. And you're willing to go there. And I will, com- especially as a child with no awareness, no self-awareness. <laughs> You should maybe recreate. This. I really went there. There is a this photo is a somewhere, I think. Idea. But just also, I had a mushroom cut while this wow. was happening. <laughs> I so, hope you didn't shave your head for the bit. No, <laughs> just a bald cap. <laughs> so that's my, you know, the big payoff anecdote. Oh goodness! Oh my! I that didn't. didn't turtle, that didn't go where I thought it was going to go. Turtle, turtle. Really, has far-reaching consequences. It does. <laughs> When you get a little weirdo latched onto it. Well, honest, I remember hearing that, like, people saying turtle, turtle for months. It caught on. It was like a, yeah. It was the meme before memes. Honestly, maybe I was older because I think that movie came out in 2003. No, I might it have, couldn't be that late. I might have been, like, 12. That would have... 2003? Oh, I'm scared. Weren't you, like... I'm scared to find like out how old I was. I was 11. That's not that bad, but it's not great. Okay. I was in grade 10, I guess. So I was like, yeah. you were old, but you're younger than I am. I'm a baby. Anyway. Well, that was quite the embarrassing anecdote Sorry, that really on took Regina a turn. Community Radio, 91.3 FM CJTR. Yeah. You're listening to Spoiler Alert and Sonia tell us all of her shame. And believe it or not, we're talking about bad movies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, guys, it's been suggested by boss of the show, uh, Lee Evan Ahmed II, uh, that there are movies that are so bad that enjoyment can be gotten from them just by making fun of them. Mm-hmm. So you get people together, you put it on. Regina does this. Yeah. RPL does this. This is a thing. Um, it's kind of a mystery science theater 3000. Is this true or is it, uh, I don't know. Are we just is sort cheap? of... Is that what you're yeah. asking? Yeah, is it is are we just picking at at something that we shouldn't mm-hmm. or no? I'm saying a hard no and maybe it's because I've hosted talkies that's before. The first hard no I've heard from you. Yes, that's not often. <laughs> um I don't know. I think it's fun. I there is always a part of me that's like, 
oh, but someone put their heart and soul into this and like this is someone's work. But sometimes it's so silly. <laughs> People's and work fun. deserve like if you make it, you Yeah, you put to it get. out there. I like, guess so. Um John Travolta sunk millions of his own money into battleship battlefield <laughs> earth and he deserves to have it read. Also, he's a Scientologist. You guys, I love that movie. No, you whoa, don't. Whoa, whoa, I love whoa, whoa, it so whoa. much. <laughs> How did that not come up in the bad movies we love? He, he, once, yeah. he once described I, it as the Schindler's List of sci-fi. <gasps> <laughs> I know it's terrible. I love it so much. Oh, my goodness I think it's gracious. super great. Um, what part do you like about it? Yeah, tall- I, I I like that the aliens are so much taller than the humans. Yes, I like the, that. The I like close. <laughs> I like that um, he and Forrest Whitaker have like a very office space relationship. <laughs> where they meet at the bar after work and complain about their boss. No, it's so good. And then oh my, it's so ridiculous. I know it's terrible. I know it's bad. I I think it's great. I love them. I love them. Oh, I uh, you know what? saw Battlefield Earth at Talkies, and it was a very fun show. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the humans are just like <laughs> running around, arms waving in the air the entire time. And yeah, all the bad guys are dressed like in like Matrix, like long leather coats. Yeah. And have like huge, like Rock of Ages hair. And like <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, esteemed actor, looks like <laughs> a dirty, cowardly lion. Like, it's such a shame. <laughs> such but, a good movie. Oh my God. Such. Terrible, terrible sci-fi. But so expensive. So yeah. expensive. Oh, I love a bad it. movie that costs a lot of money is very fascinating to me. Yes, I, I agree. I believe I saw that movie on my one of my birthdays. I like made my <laughs> friends go. And I remember it because friend of the show, Chris Pickering, was very mad at me because uh, playing in the other theater in Moose Jaw was a little title called Gladiator. <gasps> <laughs> you're like that seems lame. <laughs> Are you guys still friends? <laughs> oh yeah, we're better. We're 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 better, super tight because of it. Well, oh my traumatic experiences usually bond people yeah, they together. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know. What do you think, Jeremy? Do you think it's do you think it's cheap? Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of films have sort of gotten a second life from it. Yeah, true. You know, uh, we <laughs> But, uh, yeah. I, the bees. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. No, it's fine. I wonder if, I wonder how some of the directors and producers feel about this yeah. kind of stuff. You know, like what does, what does John Travolta think of the, of, of his masterpiece now? I See, think, like, oh. I think a lot of films, like it's not, I think what's the worst for them is that it's not their, it wasn't what they had in mind because obviously, so like studios will get in there and then like everything gets changed mm. and but like for something like this where i feel like travolta was producer yeah. actor director like it is fully his um it's what he envisioned and so that i think is yeah worse. like the blood is on his hands the hands are bloody and for someone like john travolta i don't feel as bad i no. do not feel bad. like he's someone with a lot of power and mm-hmm. he's obviously fine Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, that Grease money. That Grease money. You know, he's... Ooh, have you guys seen Grease 2? That's on my list of worst movies. (laughs) It's so bad. I actually don't really remember it. I do know that Michelle Pfeiffer is uh, a goddess and that there's a song called Reproduction where they're like, Reproduction. Isn't... isn't Sorry, how does it go? (laughs) Isn't there a part where they, they convince a girlfriend that the world has ended so that 
no. So they'll sleep together. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yes. Ew. Yeah, that's Greece, too, for everybody. Yeah. The 60s were a rough time. 50s? <sighs> well, on that note, yeah. <laughs> it's near the end of the show. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, I don't know if we got to the bottom of what is or isn't the worst movie, but we talked about some stuff. We argued a little bit. <laughs> we gave you guys stuff to chew on. Yeah. yeah. So, folks, uh, there's only one thing remaining to be asked, and that's what what are you watching? What you watching? <laughs> um, since things got away from us last time, I'm going to pass my what you watching to Sonia to do twice as much, maybe? Because I also <laughs> didn't watch anything this week for some reason. You watched Showgirls? You were watching Showgirls. I did watch Showgirls. And Mac but, and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jerry's going to love this. Maybe. It's a it's a mini series, so it's like between a television <laughs> show and a movie. It's like a it's in between. Um, you're welcome, listeners. Uh, I had not, I didn't realize it was out, but I've been watching religiously the mini series of Alias Grace, uh, based oh. on Margaret Atwood's award winning novel. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. It's essentially uh, the story of a 19th century uh, uh, convicted murderess uh, named Grace Marks. Um, and it's essentially, like, the book itself is an epistolary novel, so it's it's told in letters. And then also through, it's like a, it, it's got also, uh, like, fictional newspaper articles uh, to kind of show all of the different ways in which she's portrayed. And there's sort of this central question of whether... Um, she's sort of the victim of circumstance and it's her depiction, the depiction of like her very difficult life as a, a Northern Irish immigrant in colonial Canada and just like constant hardship and violence. Uh, it's basically like men are trash 19th century edition, which I'm kind of here for. And Margaret Atwood and I have our differences lately. I'll let uh, listeners do some Googling and, find you out more like about cilantro. that she she <laughs> do margaret atwood's committed pretty hard to some very second wave feminist uh not believing women standpoints recently that she has that i have some issue with and she's sort of of a certain generation where she's like we've won the fights we've <laughs> done the work these women are complaining too much so margie and i are having our differences At but odds. this is one of my favorite books that she's written and i love her writing and um they've done a really fantastic job with the the miniseries it is on netflix cool. so um yeah it's really interesting and really well shot and written uh and acted and uh it's a great story so nice. folks should check it out i have a citywide announcement to make <gasps> that needs to go as far as the radio waves can take it and that is that all of the indiana jones movies are on netflix right Ooh now even and crystal I, skull even crystal skull and i watch them all <laughs> crystal skull you can skip Kid it Blanchett. it's the, oh my god maybe that's the worst movie i've ever seen it's it, it's it's pretty bad she had too much knowledge uh, she did. that's that's one way to go down I that's guess. a good announcement thank uh, you Jared. but uh i watched all three of them they're all three as good as i remember uh, not even including yeah it, just one. <laughs> which one is your favorite uh my favorite is Temple of Doom, mm. which most people think is crazy. It's no, scary. I think um, I think you're right. Also, Rory's favorite. So. You showed her that. How did dare you? A man <laughs> rips out a heart. Yeah, was, doesn't someone's face get melted? That was off? her most excited. She was so excited about it. it was, you know, it's very rhythmic and loud. It is rhythmic and loud. Yeah. <laughs> There's like 
child slaves. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rough she doesn't girl. know. She doesn't. Yeah. And that's with uh, Short Round and uh, yeah, Short Round. What's her What's her name? Willie in the show in the movie. Really? I actually love that actress, mm-hmm. even though uh, her whole role is like shrieking and <laughs> and complaining. Yeah. And chasing diamonds through a whole scene. She's like chasing diamonds on the ground. Well, she's certainly good at it. She's great. Yeah, but... Uh, and she sings a Chinese version of Anything Goes at the start, which yes. is great. Maybe yes. we should do a Indiana Jones episode. Oh, I would Ooh. love yeah. that. That'd be fun. They're, Including they're, Crystal. They're making oh, a yeah. fifth one. Interesting. Yes. Is yeah. uh, old HF in? Is he in? Oh, yeah. Oh? But uh, I don't know about Shia the book. Yeah. Anyway, folks... Uh, thank you for listening to Spoiler Alert. We'd like to thank the Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, M- Manatuna. Manatuna. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Many thanks to my uh, fantastic co-hosts, CJTR, and everybody who keeps this place running. Uh, the show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available on the CJTR website. We're on Twitter, Spoiler Alert YQR, and Instagram at Spoiler Alert CJTR. Oh, that's a little confusing. Folks, if you're not watching all the Indiana Jones movies at once, you're not binging right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.